2: Hello, and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig, and I'm joined by Paul Doolin. Hello. And on the phone, Dave Watson. Hello. You know how every single one of my intros is exactly the same? Uh Uh-huh. It's sort of a catchphrase, really, isn't it? Yeah. I would imagine if you were a regular listener to this podcast, that would make it quite difficult to know whether you're listening to the right episode. (laughs) So I've only just became aware of that.
0: Maybe you should do it, but hold up today's newspaper while you say it so that they can tell.
2: I'll do that. I'll do that from now on. Well, this is a significant episode because it is the first podcast of the 2018-19 season. (laughs) You made it. Who would have thought we'd have got this far? Yeah. Football's still going on. They thought the millennium bug would do us in, (laughs) but it's still going. Dave, yeah, we haven't spoken that much over the summer. How have you been?
1: Not bad. I enjoyed the World Cup.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> there was a World Cup.
1: <laughs> it was all right, wasn't it? It was I, I enjoyed yeah. it. And and you know, forget about the whole footballs coming home. I just thought it was a good, it was a good competition. It was enjoyable. Big teams getting knocked out. Little teams doing better than they thought. And. But in the end, I reckon the best team in the competition won
0: it. Excuse me, I thought it was. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know it was. You that really shocking. upset him, Dave. He's Sorry, choked I just,
2: up. i just got a tiny fragment of crisp caught in my throat. Um, <laughs> I, I only watched two games, uh, two England games in the pub, both of which I watched with Paul Dillon, and they were the only two England games
0: that. Uh, well, of course, they we watched lost. the Belgium games, though, didn't we? Yeah. Although that wasn't really a competitive game of football, that one. No, no, that was basically a Johnston's paint
2: trophy <laughs> yeah. tie.
0: Um,
2: so I, I don't know how things are in Manchester, Dave, but uh, I have an incredibly sweaty ball bag.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty warm here. I've actually had to turn the fan off so it doesn't uh, doesn't rumble over the noise of the the podcast because
2: yeah, I'm on my third up. pair of socks today. Jeez, really hits home. I mean, one may ask, why are you wearing? Socks? Yeah, <laughs> <that> seems <laughs> an obvious question. But, you know, I just don't feel that sound like sandals. i am on my second
0: coat of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. First <laughs> one's wet
2: through. So, we're we're going to talk about Newcastle United. There are the standard things that you would expect us to address. Um,
0: this is sounding like a TED talk. Yes. I suppose.
2: Well, I, I'm. Ju- I guess I'm just sort of. Uh, Divvying up how Not divvying up You know Balancing in my head How to approach this We We should talk about The new signings Of which there have been some And Mm -hmm. there have been some Outgoings So there's a lot to talk about there Um, We can talk about pre-season We can talk about Our predictions For the upcoming season I'm very aware That this could Quite easily uh, We could get bogged down In Mike Ashley
0: (laughs) That is not a place You want to get bogged down no, there's a lot of sort of crevices and folds to get. Yeah, if my ball in.
2: bag is sweaty right now, you can, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: can. A man who is essentially made of ball bags.
2: Yeah, I would <laughs> rather be in Aleppo right now <laughs> than my <Mike> Ashley's ball <laughs> bag. Um, no, I mean somebody did say on Twitter, please. Uh, he said, uh, Thomas Burkan, regular contributor, said, uh, please try a without without men- mentioning uh, Mike Ashley unless you have something new to add to the general discussion. Everybody keeps on repeating their hatred. It's getting exceedingly, in capitals,
0: boring. That's a good job we've not mentioned Mike Ashley so far. <laughs> it was the first thing I mentioned.
1: <laughs> I mean, I get where he's coming from, but we do have to talk about him uh we have to cuz he he's he's dictated not only the the conversations that we might have about Rafa he's dictated the conversations that we'll have about the incoming and outgoing transfers we'll have conversations I'm sure about the um the the players reaction to the lack of them um, lack of agreement on a bonus scheme he's you know that I I get where Thomas Burkhan's coming from there's been a lot of coverage of Mike Ashley but we haven't had our say, and <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that you two have an opinion on, on him, and I sure as shit do. So I get where he's coming from, but sorry, Thomas, I am going to talk about It's sort Mike of like Ashley asking
0: them. the news not to cover Brexit at the moment as well. It's sort of, we're almost a single-issue club, so you can't, yeah. you can't yeah. really not.
2: Well, I guess the pressure is, Dave, whether you can come up with something original to say on Mike Ashley. Something that's never <laughs> been said on this podcast <laughs> or anywhere else. I
0: think I have a take on him, but it's, it's disingenuous. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not been said. Okay, what's, well, it, what's your what's not been said? Before? I think his lack of funding shows he has a level of belief in Rafa Benitez that should be commended. Because <laughs> He's basically saying, I think you can get results. So nothing, good and time. for Rafa to take that level of belief in him and throw it back in his face, <laughs> I find personally sickening. That's fantastic! I'm going I think Rafa you. should yep. be hung by the neck till death.
2: I'm going to, uh, I'm going to commission you an 800 word uh, <laughs> opinion piece on that, uh, Dave.
1: What? So all I was going to, rather than talk about his lack of ambition, lack of support of Rafa Benitez, and his lying and all that, but. Let's talk about. If you're, going to, line, to it. Just, if you're going to say
2: lying, let's just we have got to say lying just to to give people the context. I know we've all been uh, obsessing over the cricket of recent weeks, <laughs> so uh, people might not remember. A year ago, Mike Ashley told us that every single penny generated by the club would be made available to Rafa Benitez. That has not turned out, unless we're about Again. to suddenly make a hundred and twenty million pound signing. That is, in the last four days of the window, that is not turning out to be the case.
0: I hate to jump to yeah. his defence again, but he said every single penny. He didn't say every single pound. And so maybe we've not had a lot of change in.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, because so. it was
2: only change. Yeah. Give
0: uh, him a break.
1: No, I mean, the thing is, point. you could, you could that's, another an co- that's
0: another column commissioned, yeah. for. <laughs> Write it up. I'm Rod Little.
1: Okay. You could make an argument that uh, what he meant by that is that every penny that the club generates through player sales. But even then, we're in a profit we're in a profit situation at the minute, and I can't see that in the next four days that we're going to make twenty million pounds worth of signings. I'd be very but surprised us if we back do. Up to
2: zero, right?
1: And even if we do, um, I mean, is that enough? Uh, So, like I say, I didn't want to get bogged down into his lack of ambition, his lies, and all the rest of it, because it has been done to death. Everybody's talked about it, but let's talk about the reactions to it. So you look at how Rafa Benitez is very cleverly in the press being saying that, oh, you understand the situation, the fans understand the situation. It's not the situation that was described to me. Everything that he's saying... Is it's a power play and he's saying look, I've got the, the players on board, I've got the fans on board, I've now got the media on board give me the backing that you promised me Um because I'm used to challenging for stuff elsewhere whereas now I'm not happy just to survive, that's not what this club should be doing, so that's interesting Rafa's saying that, the players are revolting and saying that they're not going to sign this um basically like a win bonus offer that's been made by the club, isn't is an acceptable to the players, which is the same that happened last year. And it was the same that was happening with Barton and Nolan and and Harper when they were at the club. And they've closed ranks on on Mike Ashley. There's some breaking news
2: on that, isn't there? Sorry? There's some breaking news on what the players have
0: done, isn't there? Paul, you were telling me. Oh, this is... Oh, yeah, the Sky Sports walk-up bits that they film were meant to be filmed Mm. today and the players wouldn't do them. So they're yeah. On they're on strike from all media duties until the bonuses are sorted out. I think they're yeah. offered essentially something like £4 million worth of league position bonuses and that's been lowered to one. <laughs> so.
1: Which is ludicrous. And also, what, what uh, a reasonable complaint that they could make is, well, hang on a second, you're going to offer us this league bonus um, that is less than we were on last year, but um, you're not improving the side so you're expecting us to do better in the league without better players and you're not even offering us uh you know comparable to anybody else you know it, it's it's I I totally back the players on this i think that it's it's ridiculous that Mike Ashley's penny pinching again on this on this issue when each time that he's done it powerful players um like Lascelles, like Barton and the rest of them have got what they wanted at the end of it so why why kick up a fuss at all why not just give them a reasonable thing, and then th- th- you avoid this issue entirely. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you've got the the, the, the the players on board, the media, and it's not just the local papers, but it's the national press, and it's international press. There's stuff in um, uh, one of the German papers yeah, saying that Mike Ashley's a terrible owner and look what he's doing. And then then you come to the fans, and the fans are saying, if Rafa goes, we go. And I've seen a few a few people saying... Or it doesn't matter what Mike Ashley does. Uh, you know, in the Spurs game, you're still going 50, uh, to get two to 52,000
2: people through the game. Yeah. 58,000 would be impressive. Yeah. 58,000 would be impressive considering
1: yeah, the capacity. forty-eight to 52,000 are still going to go. But the point is, it's not about now. It's saying, if you don't back raffer and if he leaves because you haven't backed him, then we are going to go. So it's more for next season or it's more for you know, the future, the fans are going to fuck off. And when they do, like, I don't know, it's going to be harder for him to sell. It's going to be less uh, valuable to him because the sponsors aren't going to be as bothered because Sky aren't going to want to show a half-empty stadium. And all of these kind of things will add up. And it's good to see that it seems like we're all united against him. And maybe that'll push him out. And that's what I wanted to say. So, like, forget about what he's doing. Look at what we're doing to get rid of him. And I I think that's... I've never seen the club and the fans and the media and the manager and the players all collectively rebelling against the owner like this. Okay, this is a quick message to
2: Thomas Burkhan. Sorry about this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We will move on very quickly uh, to everything else. I'll I'll just add to that that... uh, I mean, who knows? I'm not sure if I believe... I think we've been here quite a few times before, and I'm not sure that I... I think that, as it is in... As we're discovering, as it is in many other areas of life, Twitter is quite a bubble. And uh, I'm not sure that when it comes down to it, we will ever have a significant... uh, there, there, I think there'll be protests and there'll be banners and there'll be all of that, but I'm not sure we'll ever have a significant boycott cl- uh, boycott of the club because I just don't think we're the, that kind of club. People, There's a, a protest planned that, but then to... the last
1: time there was a there was a big boycott uh, for the Spurs game, and the window that followed that um, was one of our biggest windows under Mike Ashley. Okay. So the boycott, even though the boycott was was mocked, and there were still thirty thousand people in the stadium. Also, that action was followed by a big window. Now, they might not be linked. Uh,
0: sure, no, maybe that was I think the thing point. at the moment, though, is that there's not... It doesn't feel like there's going to be a boycott of the ground while Rafa's there, because that's not what the whole movement's about. No,
2: it's the whole... The, the, uh, so there'll goes, only be a big
0: boycott by the time it's kind of too late. Yeah. There was a protest planned of the Northumberland Street Sports Direct, I think, for 11 o'clock on Saturday... So it'll be interesting to see... A.M. The or P.M.? A.M. AM. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if the amount of people on Twitter saying they'll go to that translates into actual people. My main yeah. worry with this bonus thing, even though it seems like sort of half-assed penny-pinching, if you're thinking about selling Newcastle anytime soon, you're not going to be bothered about what you're paying out at the end of the season. So it sort of points to me that... Again, Ashley saying he's a motivated seller, but actually has no intention of selling the club. Sure, and also if you hear that, see that that's going on, and you have a choice between
2: going to Newcastle or Watford or whatever in the next few days, mm. then uh, that might, might make you think twice.
1: So, what do you mean, like an owner going to Watford? No,
2: I mean a player, player. Oh, in the next few well. days, and you know if the players are revolting about their uh, bonuses and I
1: mean Solomon Rondon literally just signed okay, during so this whole furore fantastic. so that's a nice let's, segue. let's talk about
2: transfers let's talk about transfers uh, the most significant of which despite it being a season long loan mm. is uh, we have a new number
0: nine Paul and his name is Solomon Rondon yeah he <laughs> <laughs> has to be said in that way yeah uh, it's a weird one, this, because when we were first linked with him, you sort of thought, uh, that's sort of underwhelming, but OK. And then suddenly news came out that we weren't going to go for him anymore. And then the deal was back on. It was, thank God, <laughs> we right, might we might get him. <laughs> suddenly feel a lot more optimistic about Rondon than I should. It's a tricky one because he's been playing under Pardew and Pulis at West Brom. And that's not that's not when you see the best of an attacking footballer. No, he's, a, he's not had a spectacular
2: goal-scoring record at West Brom, but I, uh, he has scored elsewhere. Yeah. And I, I do remember, towards the end of last season, us having a conversation about which player, I guess we were about 11th in the table, mm. which players from teams below us would get in our side. And we all agreed that Zaha would, and I threw in Rondon. So I can't really um, complain. Dave, thoughts on Rondon?
1: He's he's certainly an improvement on Hasseluu. He certainly, I think, he offers more to the type of team that Rafa Benitez wants to set out than than Dwight Gale does. He's a straight swap
2: with Dwight Gale. We should say. I mean, I think, I think, I think we're giving them an extra couple of million, but he's basically a swap, kind of. But position
0: wise. He's more of a swap for Mitrovic, and Muto's more of a swap for Gale. I guess, sure, in terms yeah. of what they'll do in the sure. team.
1: So I, I, I'm fairly similar to yourself, I think, Fergus. Where it's and and Paul, to be fair, is it's. I'm glad that we've got somebody in, but Jesus Christ, we surely like if we'd had a, a if we'd shown ambition this this window and spent a bit of money, we could have attracted. Standard better than than Rondon without I'm you know I'm not talking going off and trying to sign Aubameyang or anybody of that calibre just like better than better than a what, ten goal a season striker from a relegated side we definitely could have but we didn't so uh, he's better than we what we've got so great but he's not as good as we, he's not as good as we could have got. Sure. Matthew,
2: type- Matthew Roper on uh, Twitter said Gail's head had gone after his injuries. Maybe he will settle back down, but I can't see this as anything but
0: an upgrade.
1: Yeah, kind of. It is I an upgrade. Yeah.
0: One annoying thing about it is the type of deal because Rondon had a sixteen million pound release clause, and we just let that run out. We easily could have signed him. I,
1: but uh, I have to. I have to. Um, defend that because if you can get him on loan for the end of the season and his contract runs out at the end of the season so it is feasible that we could have him on loan for the season and then pick him up for nothing at the end of the season but the problem um, is
0: the only the only way we'll pick him up for nothing is if he has a terrible season if he has a good season he won't go to Newcastle other teams will outbid us it's lurk Remy all over again Mm, like it point, could be, Paul. you
1: know, you, you, yeah,
0: you're not true. wrong. There, the the if only way we'll if he scores sign him, 20 goals. yeah, we're not signing him if he scores twenty goals. That is a very good point, Paul. It's Newcastle's that, number nine should not be a lone signing.
1: No, I agree with that. Yeah. But then neither neither should it be a you know nine and a half million pound signing from Mainz. I would say what um, we have
2: to look forward to is a game by game comparison. Between Rondon and Mitrovic, yeah. that's going to yeah. continue. Uh, Mitrovic I'm sure be- will
0: probably get more goals, but that won't. That's not the reason.
2: I have stuck. Maybe I'm stupid, but I have stuck Mitrovic in my fantasy team. Mm. It did not occur to me to stick Rondon in. But, I, th-
1: uh, I think that's foolish. Not because Mitrovic won't score goals, because I think he will. But he will get. But Rondon's
2: off. a nice guy. <laughs> no
1: but right. Rondon's not a sociopath. I like Medrovic. You know my position on him. Good player. Could have worked for us under a different manager, but I'd rather have the manager than the player. Well,
2: I I briefly mentioned my fantasy team there. Uh, This gives me an opportunity to remind you all that we do have a Nata fantasy league uh, that you can join. And we will be giving you the details of that league after this break. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Welcome back. I knew you'd stay because you what want the tease. Di- What a tease. People were ready <laughs> to just jack it in then. The fantasy league that we have is, um, uh, it's, it's, it's the Premier League fantasy.
0: Yeah, there's an app and everything. You can I post- yeah.
2: There's an app, but the, we've got to tell people which one it is, Paul. It's I posted the official the li-
0: Premier League.
2: It's the official Premier League one. one. I posted the link on the Newcastle Natter Twitter account. Um, if you want to join our league, that is also on the Newcastle on that Twitter account. But the code is: if you got a pen, the code <laughs> is one zero two seven five four nine hyphen seven three nine four five one. That's for anyone who doesn't have access to social media but does have access to. That website. Do yeah. get on it, Paul. You've already picked your team name for the season. Yep. What have you gone with? Beef. Beef. I saw. Tried that. to
0: think of a clever name for about fifteen minutes. Couldn't. Went with beef.
2: I saw that and just in a similar situation, thought, right, that's it. I'm going with lamb.
0: <laughs> no pressure, Dave. So, Dave, chicken
2: or pork? <laughs> to me, it's <laughs> very important that your team name is either chicken. Pork or nut roast. <laughs> or AFC nut roast. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't want any AFC or anything. Chicken, pork or nut roast. I just want us to be a <laughs> menu board in a pub on a Sunday. Our listeners could
0: beat him to it if they get in there quicker. They could name. get there quicker than and Dave. And if you can think of any roasts that we haven't thought of to put there. <laughs> I guess Christmas dinner. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Right, okay. We've got uh, uh, one there from uh, our new engineer, Michael. He suggested salmon. It's I don't a, know what pubs a, <laughs> he's been going to. But yes, it's I guess, a controversial roast, but I like it. You know, there is sometimes a fish option. Um, but, you know, and if, if you feel all the, the, the proteins are taken up, by all means, spread, go on to pudding, sticky-toffee <laughs> pudding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, eat and mess.
2: Penne nice. <laughs> Arabi- <Who> <laughs> Arabiata. Nice. Penne Arabiata. Who's she? Penne Arabiata. Sunday roast. Yeah. That's not, a, that's not a dessert, and it's not a roast. You've gone way off-grid. You? <laughs> You're just naming food now.
1: I've, I've just gone rogue.
0: Okay, as have I and this podcast. So one final thing, because I feel like we were a bit negative on Rondon. I really thought you were going to say another roast. <laughs> another <then>. roast. <right. laughs> so, yes, go on. Uh, thing that we should point out about Rondon is he is at least Rafa's first choice. Maybe not signed in the way he would have liked, but that gives you a little bit more faith that it
1: was within might work the out.
2: bracket that was available to yeah, him. Sure,
1: I was going to say, I, I think he's I don't think he's first choice, but I think he's our choice.
0: I think he was first well, choice under those parameters that he had to work in,
1: yeah. Because I mean, Rafa wanted um Nikolai Jorgensen and he wanted um, Lucas Perez from Arsenal and, and all of that lot.
0: Although watching Jorgensen in the World Cup, I did feel quite pleased that we hadn't signed Bullet him.
1: Bullet dodged. Yeah, mm. there was
0: shades of Luke de Jong. So, uh, I'm glad to say he's, he's not
2: the only signing that we've made, Rondon. We have actually signed some players uh, permanently. Uh, perhaps one of the most significant, if not the most significant of which, is uh, Muto. Uh,
1: Yoshinuro, Yoshinori Muto?
2: Well done. Nice. Uh, At chris 84 Lukey says, I I don't know if in this tweet he he means to say what it sounds like. I find this tweet quite funny. He says, Is Muto the best Japanese signing we could have got? (laughs) (laughs) Honda faster, Kawasaki better on corners. (laughs) Hang on, is that... That's just a joke about motorbikes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right, okay. I <laughs> genuinely thought he was... Oh, I, I know I say it. I thought he was just... It's funny. ...thinking that we could have only... Like, Rafa had to sign a Japanese <laughs> player, see. but he could, he could have any Japanese player there he It was a wanted.
0: commercial tie-in where we had to sign a
2: Japanese footballer. Yeah, and he could have anyone he wanted. Okay. So, uh, Muto. I I don't know a great deal about him. Dave, enlighten me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I think as as Paul mentioned before, he's more he's more like uh, Dwight Gale than he is a uh, Rondon. You know, he's not he's not really like a a lead the line kind of striker. He's um he's a, a lot of energy, a lot of um uh he's apparently got decent technique. So yeah, I put I put him more in the um. In the Dwight Gale category, aren't
0: uh, well, most Bradley of
1: his pretty pleased with them? And right. nine and a half million pound—that's not—that's not a small sum. Um, like for 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 Newcastle for in
2: the nineteen ninety-eight,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I, I would be more positive about all of our signings. Had a few of them been, you know, more impressive. Uh, you know, because if we'd gone off and signed like. Uh, some of the midfielders we were linked with. Um, Sturaru, I think, was one of them. If we'd gone off and signed him for £20 million and we picked up a striker for £9.5 I think I would have been more excited. But because everything's a bit underwhelming, like that Sebastian Scher, the Swiss guy, um, the Swiss centre-half, mm. it's a pretty underwhelming window again. So you kind of think my, my um, I don't know, hopes have been a bit dampened.
2: Well, yeah, sure. Well, let's just take that as red. I think we all we all mm. know that. Let, let's stick with uh, we'll, we'll mm. move on to the defence in a minute let's stick with uh, Muto it seems to me that maybe a bit more like a Perez than a Gale certainly his goal scoring record suggests I
1: think that so. it's, I mean, I have
0: to be honest I don't know really anything about him you yeah. don't know how he's going to adapt to the league but mm. you at least think I don't know it's that thing when a new striker comes in you convince yourself they can't be worse than what we had before, but then we thought that about Hossolu and <laughs> If we're honest, <laughs> if weird. we're honest, he's a real unknown
2: quantity. Yeah, I mean, I I would love to if I could be asked go back and listen to our, each of our comments on Emmanuel Riviere when that signing was announced. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, well, I've just gone on.
1: Yeah. I've just gone on one of the, the websites I always use for this kind of thing: um, WhoScored.com. <laughs> And it lists uh, his characteristics. Um, Friendly. This player has, player has no significant <laughs> strengths. Say that again.
2: He has no significant strengths.
1: No significant strengths. His weaknesses <laughs> are aerial ju- aerial duels and passing, which is a, a concern. That's what you to play-
0: <laughs> So he can just win those balls in the box and head them down to, <laughs> to a midfielder. Get it out of He's, danger. <laughs>
1: his um, his style of play is uh, gets fouled often it's not really his style of play no. is it he gets fouled often and given that one of his weaknesses is passing uh, his style of play is likes to play short passes <laughs>
2: <laughs> well maybe maybe he moved on to short passes after yeah. going on who com and discovering that passing was a weakness for him we have well, got a catch there. <laughs>
1: Well he's had twenty seven appearances in the Bundesliga. He scored eight goals.
2: I do have to say I saw a, a YouTube video, a welcome to Newcastle video. And
0: no football has ever looked good in a YouTube compilation. Well this you well this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Muto did not look good in this. It was like it didn't matter how a lot of short passes. It didn't matter. It didn't matter
1: how just him getting fouled. It didn't matter how
2: how pumping the house music was. How many times they uh, they reversed and like how many different angles they had on each of his eight goals. Far too many long (laughs) replays of the same goal. Of the same goal. All off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> all the goals were sort of like bundled in accident, or you know, they were all hossaloo style goals, like
1: oh, God. a
2: rebound off his shin.
1: But oh. hey, it, like it could be that he's needed the the because minds weren't particularly good um, last season, so maybe, maybe he just needs a better standard to play. It. Much sure. of the same defensive Solomon Rondon, maybe underneath. A manager who actually wants to play football instead of just hoofing the ball up to a big man. Maybe he'll get a few more goals. So I'm, I'm happy to give them all more rope than than you know. It sounds like I'm giving them. I'll give them full-throated yeah. support, but it's not exciting, is it? I tell
2: you what is exciting. What? He is our second ever Asian player.
1: Who's our first?
2: Mm. Key. Yeah. Oh, wow. We've we've made a signing in midfield as well. Can you believe we've got this far without ever having an Asian player? I know Asia isn't the, the hotbed is of football.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I do not count Australia as Asia. And you've gone on I'm, record with that many times. You've marched on that principle. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> no, I don't,
0: because it's not in Asia. It might be in, 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 in FIFA oh, God, terms. Here we go. Yeah. He's chaining himself to the yeah. desk, Dave. No, I also
2: don't count Wolverhampton as Asia. Um, oh. I'm sorry, but there are a few things I feel stronger about. <laughs>
0: no, uh, I'm actually quite excited by this signing compared to Blackie. others. Okay, he feels like an upgrade on like Marino was all about potential, but clearly didn't want to be there if he wasn't playing every game.
2: Gone for 10 million to Real Sociedad. Yeah, you're,
0: you're not up to date. I'd go there if I could, though. Sure, yeah, nice place. San Sebastian. Nice place to move. Eat like a king. Mm. But I think Key has Premier League experience. He's a very good technical player, good passer of the ball, much like Muto. (laughs) A lot of short passes between those two. (laughs) But I think he is an upgrade on Hayden and Marino. And the last half of the last season, it was basically Diarmi and Shelby every game because nobody was getting close. I think Rafa historically likes to rotate a lot, but didn't feel he could last season. I think he might feel he can a bit more with our midfield.
2: I'll be honest, Key had sort of passed me by as a footballer. I knew, I mean, I'd, I'd seen him play, but he, he he seems like one of them players you don't notice. Maybe in a good way. I don't know. Like yeah. He sort of keeps things ticking over. He doesn't do much spectacular stuff. There's a lot of short passes, basically. Dave, is that
1: right? Pretty much. He's, he's not... I mean, he. I agree with Paul. He is he is, a, um, he is a a swap for Marino. And while Marino may become a better player, he's never going to do it at, the, at Newcastle because he didn't want to be there. Uh, he never really settled. Key, I don't know. Key, Key might be a decent player. He might... He might um, he might tick uh, get the, the midfield ticking along quite nicely. He's he's more technical than Diarmé, for sure. And while Diarmé was blood and thunder in the final half of the season, I don't think we can rely on him to do that. Seems so, like a
2: pretty good chance that Shelby and Key could be uh, our starting
0: midfield pair. For some games, definitely. They've played well together before at Swansea. Right, of course, yeah. So there's no... There's no lack of understanding there. I think that's part of what Rafa wants as well, just Premier League experience and not having to worry about settling, which I think we get from Rondon as well.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, I'm just going through Twitter. Might as well do a bit of this. I'm going to read this one blind. I haven't read this tweet. It's from Geordie Ash. Oh, God. Okay. Well, it sort of covers the general uh, miserableness that we've already covered. Geordie Ash, he says, we've spent around 16 million plus loan fees and recouped around 42.5 million plus loan fees. Rondon brought in as a cheap option rather than spending real money on the top striker everyone knows we need. I'm amazed Rafa is still here. We're more of a joke than ever. Well, I'll just throw that one in, but we've covered that all. I just thought I'd every now and again I want you to remind you that
0: uh, all is not well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think all that's true, but I do think we've got a stronger. Definitely a stronger starting eleven than we had at the beginning of last season. Well, that's good to know. I mean, we actually, we've got Debravka, and that was a a big problem for a while having a keeper. We've also got Kennedy, and yeah. uh,
2: the end of last season was quite good, which surprised us all. There were many stages in last season where we thought we had the weakest squad in the Premier League, but we did. We what did we finish? We finished tenth, tenth, right? yeah. tenth yeah, which is. Not bad at all, who would have thought that? We'll get to predictions later, but despite all the misery and the injustice of it, and the thought of like what we could be, there's still room for enjoyment this season let's Let's move into the defense mm-hmm. and think uh, we've sort of we've said a lot about Kennedy in the past, and there's not a lot else to mention in the midfield, so let's move yeah backwards. We've sort of got problems in defense. In the sense that Lejeune has immediately put himself out for the season, basically isn't he? He's got a, a big chunk of it, at least. Yeah. Is got, that anterior cruciate ligament. He's got cruciate. Whenever you hear the word cruciate, it's not good. Yeah. So uh, we can forget about Lejeune for at least the first half, but we have made a signing. What's his name again? Share Fabian
0: Share. Fabian Share. What do you think of Cher? I don't know why I introduced him in a James Bond style. Share <laughs> Fabian Share. Or is it Share?
2: Share. Any thoughts on Share? Share. Swiss, he?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't leave any holes in our
2: defense.
1: We got him from (laughs) Deportiva La Coruña, and the last defender that we got from Deportiva La Coruña was pretty good. Right.
2: Well, let's hope he has things, the defense running like clockwork.
0: Oh, God. I'm going to see how you're going to try and work army knife in.
2: Well, you know, apparently he's got um, a lot of tools at his disposal. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. You did it.
2: Didn't
1: think you could. Yeah. And he's got loads of Nazi gold.
0: Yeah. Well, and that, likes chocolate. That, that's a bonus. Uh, sure. I'm quite excited about him. Yeah? I think we'll all be quite fond of him by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's... All right, don't... He's a Swiss... Don't fucking f- yodel about him. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. Ah, he looks poor. he's quite a regular in a Swiss national team that has been doing very well and is very yeah. defensively solid. Yeah. So you sort of feel like he can defend.
2: We we are evolving into a team that can defend.
0: Yeah, we're a very well-organized defense. They're a very well-organized team defensively. So you sort of think That might work out. I don't know if he's as good on the ball as Lejeune. I mean, he's meant to be a bit of a ball-playing centre-back, but Lejeune, towards the end of last season, just looked like a completely different player and something we didn't have before. I'm not sure he can fill that gap, but then he can probably do a job. I I think he'd be an upgrade on Kieran Clark. Sure.
1: Yeah. It's just frustrating that we've you know we've got rid of Chancel and Bemba. Um, you know, we got a bit of money for him, but we sold him, and soon after Lejeune does his cruciate, because I don't think we would have sold Mbemba had had you know Lejeune done his cruciate before. There was Mbemba talk left. today.
2: There's talk today in the gossip columns of us signing uh, a central defender from PSG, a 19-year-old.
0: Oh, is not that the left back? Yeah,
1: he's he's marked as like a central defender on a few of the the stat sites and stuff like that. But all of the reports I've seen in the press have have mentioned him as a as a left-sided defender or a left back. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he he'd been like um, used a bit like Paul Dummett, where because they couldn't put they didn't want to put use him as a centre half in uh, key games. He's been shuffled out to the left hand yeah. side.
2: And is that, do we know that's talk of uh, him being... Well, I don't even have his name at my disposal, but is is he a loan signing because he's That 19. would
0: be... No, that would be a, a cash signing. They sound right, okay. quite positive about it happening. And the other good thing about that is we would finally have left-back cover. So if there is a central defensive injury crisis, Paul Dummett could slot in at centre-back where a lot of people think he would be better anyway. Yeah, that would be... Uh,
2: It'd certainly be nice to have uh, options in defence when yeah. you consider anyone can do their cruciate at any time.
0: Yeah, we're still after another centre-back as well, apparently, as well as a left-back. Right.
1: Yeah, I've heard about um, Hegarzi. Uh,
0: oh, from right. West Brom. He's a good goal scorer. I mean, looking at West Brom that season, yeah. They I, didn't I, do I too shoot. well defensively. He's huge. But then they did have Alan Pardew managing them, so... Yeah.
2: So, I guess in summary, unless we have anything else to say on signings, there's a lot of unknown quantities, all of whom Should mention could end up good and could end up bad. Paul Doolan, yes?
0: Uh, Adam Armstrong leaving. Of course, a bit, yes. A loss.
2: He's gone to Blackburn for quite a low fee, I think.
0: Yeah, three million, I think.
2: Yeah, He's like one, one of those point. where,
0: I think, in the if we played a different system, he would have a much better chance of coming good. It's like Mitrovic as well. That like you know that uh, player's not going to get much of a chance playing up front for us.
1: This might this might sound counterintuitive, but if we had a stronger squad, I think the younger players would have had a better chance of of you know being blooded. Because uh, as it stands, you can't really give you know um, our top striker a rest because you've got sufficiently strong rest mm. of the squad basically we're going to have to play near as damn it our first team in every available game well it's what um, did
0: for Marino last season really wasn't it as well yeah needed games to come on couldn't take the risk when you are in a relegation yeah, battle yeah every game
2: was important and then
0: yeah yeah it's, a shame. it's well, a shame I hope he comes good though
2: so what do we reckon's going to happen let's say well, first of all what what are your predictions for our finish in the league table? Dave?
1: I'm going to say 14th.
2: 14th? I'm just going to say I'm going to be plucking a number out of my head here. That's, yeah, that sounds
0: quite incredible to me. Paul? I'm going to say 11th, but with oh. more points than last season. I'm going to say
2: un- really. Un- un- mm. <laughs> I'm gonna say unlucky thirteenth. Ah. That's what I'm gonna go for. But that's without really can I mean, yeah. We all agree you know, top you know, I think we'll survive. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think we'll I think there'll be some hairy moments this season. I think there'll be some worse teams than us, crucially. there's some strong teams come up from the championship, but you look at like Huddersfield seemed to drop like a stone at the end of last season. Southampton, I can't see staying up this season.
2: I don't think go, yeah. I don't think they'll go down, but I always think the teams that go up do a lot better than everyone predicts. At least.
1: Well, I think yeah. certainly this year because like Wolves have come up. I mean, they played in the Championship last season with effectively a Premier League squad, and they've strengthened since they they moved up. I mean, they've made some really impressive signings. Mm. Fulham as well have, have not only have they spent big on a couple of a couple of players over twenty million pound each, they've also brought in um oh, what's his name shirla you know the um, yeah the former chelsea player winger. so they're bringing in experience and quality and they've got sessing
2: they could do well but yeah, then,
1: i really do think they will but then you look at the the teams that are up here who haven't particularly strengthened and haven't done a lot like ourselves like huddersfield burnley and bournemouth are yet to buy a player what I, was, I
2: was gonna say burnley could struggle just because they're they're in the Europa League. Yeah, and they have Yeah, really that could really
1: more. play. You know, that could stretch their Although, already small squad.
2: Apparently, Burnley are looking at signing Joe Hart. That was
0: really surprising to me. <laughs> that means they'll surely get relegated.
2: But they've got. you they've got two really good keepers. Yeah. yeah.
1: Unless, unless that's because some other team is planning a big bid for. One have of have to assume top at least mm. one of
2: their keepers is going, and yeah. but Joe but Hart
0: is worse than both of their keepers, and he's still got the ego of a man who seems like he demands to start every game.
1: Yeah, which is him. Yeah. Mm. So that's very one. strange. But yeah, I just think I think 14th because I I think the negativity around the club is going to really damage us early doors. Um We've got last season we went into well. it on a crest of a wave, and now we're in the whatever the opposite of a crest of a wave is.
2: So let's talk about early doors. Our first game is uh, this Saturday, uh, lunchtime kickoff against Spurs. We're at home. We had Spurs first day of the season mm. last season as well, and we lost that. Lejeune got injured. Yeah, and Deli Alley scored, from what I remember, and.
0: Kane should have been sent off, but Kane wasn't. Kane should have been sent off. Twice, well, both Spurs games we had last season, we deserved at least a point, I think. And we usually do quite in well England. against Spurs. And it is the best time to play Spurs. They've had so many players who were involved in the semifinals onwards in the World Cup who still aren't back. Yeah. And a few injury problems. Kane, the last two seasons, hadn't scored in the first month. That's
2: true, he doesn't yeah. score in August. We both put him in our fantasy team there, Paul, but yeah, yeah he doesn't score in August, does he? And, and
1: they haven't signed anyone. They haven't signed
2: anyone. No, they will. Again? Because they always... Same as last leave. year. Levy
0: always does it at the end, but... We're going to batter them. <laughs> I think it's the best time to play them. I don't know if that means we'll necessarily win, but I think the atmosphere at St James's will be very good as well. Didn't you sort of forget the excitement of the first game of the season really catches up with you. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of new signings,
2: yeah. you you got a score prediction for us, Paul?
0: 2-1 uh, Newcastle. <sighs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I've got a Spurs fan staying with us for the weekend as well, so I'm really hoping <laughs> it's going to ruin my weekend if we do lose. Mm. It's a very smug Spurs fan as well. Was it Tim Sherwood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even invite him. He's just showing up dave
1: um two nil spurs sorry wow i'm sorry
0: you're not very loyal are you
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> why don't you just go and fucking support spurs no um no i just i just think they're too strong and we're too at the minute the the atmosphere like yes i think there'll be a a cauldron of atmosphere but as soon as that first goal goes in for them I think uh, the fans will turn on Ashley. I think the players will be fed up. I think Rafa's fed up. I think everybody's a bit fed up. Sorry Thomas.
2: Yeah. It will be quite fun the um <laughs> the after that first game the uh narrative for each of the new signings being written immediately. Yeah. Like mm. like key will like either be the next Edgar Davids or Useless. Absolutely. The worst player in the Premier League or, you know, mm. and same for Rondon.
1: And <laughs> Do you reckon we'll write him off as we did um, Diame?
2: Potentially. I mean, to be fair, Diame did give us like a lot yeah. of reasons to write him off.
0: Are there any players you're excited about this season? Because I've got, I don't know if it's a feeling or just a faint hope that Jacob Murphy's going to come good this season.
2: That did occur to me, yeah. He's definitely got some talent, and I would like yeah. to see him have a chance with us.
1: Um, honestly, I'm actually I'm, I'm excited.
0: Dave, to you're see never this pessimistic. Say so that again, I'm, Dave.
1: I'm excited to see Muto. Uh, I want to see what it's like.
0: You got um, you love fouls, don't you?
1: <laughs> like I, mean. I, I love I love inaccurate short passes and fouls. <laughs> that's,
0: that's what... <laughs> Who doesn't? Total football. Yes, considering... It's a
1: beautiful game.
2: Considering our brief summary on Muto and what we did know about him, I'm surprised he's
0: the one you're excited to see. (laughs) I mean, he could be amazing, but uh, the paperwork does not look good. I think because we know so little about him, he's sort of, by default, the most exciting. Rondon's highlights reel does get you excited about him, but then you sort of see... At West Brom, his chance conversion rate was worse than Gale's and Hossellu's. I think so. He's not that exciting.
1: Yeah, but then again, his chance conversion rate is is based on the football that he was playing at West Brom, where it was very much, you know, half chances in in a crowded box. It's not they weren't playing good football. So hopefully, when the will, he'll be. I'm a bit
2: excited be. about Rondon. I think he's going to score in this game, and I think it's going to be one-one. Oh. One one, yeah, and I'm also oh, a bit
1: traditional. E- I've missed the traditional, and
2: I'm also a bit excited about Kennedy, although we've had yeah. him for a while. But
0: I think Kennedy's our most exciting player for a little yeah. while.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, it's nice to be back with you, even if it does feel way too hot to be talking about mm, club football.
0: Short break as well. Like, how, when did the World Cup finish? About three Yesterday. weeks ago, yeah. Like normally, by this point, you're desperate for football. I'm, I still am desperate for the season to kick off, but not as much as normal.
1: I Honestly, say. I've I've been watching like uh, FC Groningen versus I don't know whoever in like a, in in the bizarre. Yeah, yeah but you're football, I mean
0: you're you. That's what you do. Getting into yeah. cricket, Dave. Me and Paul are oh, kind of boring. going. Oh, we're going, yes, on we're going on Thursday. Cricket is.
2: Oh. Oh, We're going to a 2020, Dave. You'd like 2020. You'd like that, Dave. 2020 i <laughs> We'll take you to a 2020
1: game. It's fine because I just get drunk. But then I could just get drunk and watch football. So.
2: Yeah, but not, you can't. Not, not, within view of the, not within view of the pitch, Dave. <laughs> not unless you're going to Germany.
1: Uh, or you go to a non league round.
2: The last time me Fair and Paul enough. went to a cricket game together, we got really drunk. And then decided to get a bottle of wine <laughs> and drank ourselves sober. It was incredible. It worked. You can do that. Sometimes you drink yourself sober. We had an it's emergency amazing.
0: late afternoon bottle of rose between us, <laughs> <laughs> and we were fine.
2: That's, the, that's a tip to all you drinkers yeah. out there. Any
0: doctor will tell you the same. Not feeling, feel like you've had a little bit too much to drive, have a bottle of rose, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and They'll take the back streets. I'm just going
2: to distance myself from these comments. That's all right. Please drink responsibly. Yeah. Okay. Yes, do please. Yeah, actually, actually, do please drink responsibly (laughs) and gamble responsibly and everything else. Stay safe. So (laughs) that brings us towards the end. Uh, Thank you very much, Dave Watson.
1: Thanks, Fergus.
2: Thank you, Paul Doolin. Thank you. My name is Fergus Craig. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is a
1: Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.
2: The Newcastle letter is back for the season
0: by Labrooks.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network